This is a Spiva Media production. The views and opinions expressed on Crippled Opinion are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the position of others with physical or mental disabilities. This is Crippled Opinion, where every opinion matters, no matter how crippled. Here's the host of Crippled Opinion, Daniel Spiva. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. My name is Daniel Spiva and this is Crippled Opinion. Welcome back to the show. How's everybody's week going so far? My week is starting out okay. It is always crazy on Mondays. How about you? Are Mondays always crazy for you or do they seem like every other day of the week? Personally, I always seem to dread the Monday, which I hear you shouldn't do because it has a tendency to make the rest of your week kind of miserable, but Mondays are just crazy. But enough about that. How are you? Let me know at Crippled Opinion on social media. I have some things I want to talk about today. First... Just want to make a quick comment about something that's going on in the political sphere of things. Normally, I don't get political on this show, but I need to a little bit because I find it to be a bit absurd. Okay, so e-cigarettes have been in the news a lot over the last week or two, recently especially. The Trump administration is looking to ban e-cigarettes across the country in the U.S. And I'm not necessarily here to talk about that, per se, other than why are we moving so quickly on e-cigarettes, which is a relatively newer scenario. They're not new-new, but they're relatively newer compared to their counterpart known as cigarettes, which we know can kill people. So if we're going to ban one... We should ban the other two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying whether or not I agree or disagree with the ban of e-cigarettes. However, if you're going to ban one, you got to ban the other. Please. Common sense. To me anyway. What do you think? Let me know. Did I just start a fire that I shouldn't have started? Let me know. At Crippled Opinion, as I said. And you can yell at me or agree with me. All you want, that's what this show is about, having a conversation. But that's my crippled opinion on the topic. Now, on to what today's episode is about. Not so long ago, there was a YouTube video uploaded to the channel Jubilee. This channel is known for bringing people of differing views, bringing them together, and then having an open dialogue about these conversations. And on occasion, they have this series where they will bring people of the same situation or belief system, and then ask questions, and then have them rank. Strongly disagree, somewhat disagree, disagree, neutral, 
agree, someone disagree, absolutely disagree. You get it. The ranking system. Okay. For a recent episode, they had an episode entitled, Do All Disabled People Think the Same? And I want to react and answer some of these questions. As a disabled person, I felt that this was a great opportunity to answer some common questions that a lot of people have about disabled people. So with that, that's what we're going to be doing in this episode. And let's have a conversation, shall we? Let's go. Jubilee presents Spectrum. We invited six people with disabilities to see the range of their beliefs. First question. Ooh, I'm offended by the word disabled. I strongly disagree. I think that disabled properly identifies the situation. I think that in used in most contexts correctly, it is an okay descriptor. That being said, used incorrectly, it can be highly offensive. Let's take a moment to see what these folks think. And if you're interested to see the video, it is in the show notes. I'll have it linked for you. Three. So before we hear any thoughts, we had most of the group on either strongly disagree or disagree. So the scale is strongly disagree, disagree, somewhat disagree, somewhat agree, agree, and strongly agree. And I would strongly disagree. So let's listen and see what they have to say. I don't necessarily think that it's a bad word and that it's something we shouldn't use, but I also don't think it should be the only word that defines us either. I understand like disabled like means not able to and like I feel like I'm able to do most things that an able person can do. I just have to do them differently. I think it's a better word than words that have been used to describe me. I hate the word special. I. Oh, me too. I absolutely hate the word special. I don't think that anyone should define someone with the word special. Oh, look at you. You're so special. You're such a special person. Yeah, because I'm different from you. No, not okay. So I completely agree with that. Again, if you want to hear all of the explanations on how people ranked themselves in these questions, the link's in the show notes. I'm going to move on to the next question. This country provides enough resources for the disabled. The, whew, 
This country provides enough resources for for the disabled community. And the answer to that is wrong, wrong, wrong. This country expects all people with disabilities to live in the state of poverty, which I refuse to do and I refuse to support. Can you tell? I'm passionate about that. Can you tell? Disabled people should not be forced to live in a state of poverty. See, the way this country works, for those of you who don't know, if you have a disability, you are presented with a check. Most everyone knows about this check. There are two types of check checks. Check number one is SSI. SSI is the smaller check. can range from anywhere from three to, last I saw it, like $600 for the whole month. This system is designed for folks with disabilities who have never worked and have never paid taxes into the system. Then you have second group known as SSDI. These individuals have paid into the social security system and have paid taxes into social security. As a result, your check is much larger and it ranges anywhere from $1,000 a month to $1,110 a month. And this gets about a 1% increase every 12 months. Wow. That's interesting, right? Except for the fact that if you're a working individual on SSDI, you are not allowed to have assets or make more than $1,000 a month. So your take-home on a monthly basis can be no more than $2,000 a month, including Social Security. In addition to, you cannot have more than, I think it's like $1,500 in your bank account. And you can't have more than one bank account. And you can't have retirement. You can't have any assets other than your income, if you have one. No more than $1,000 a month. And your Social Security check maxing out at $1,110 for most. That is poverty. And as soon as you go over any of those thresholds, it's gone. Every single penny of that Social Security check is gone. And in addition to that, all of your other benefits, let's say on a state level, let's say you make over that threshold, there is no weaning you off the system. You're gone. You're off the system immediately. There is no, we understand that you have needs. Let's have you cover some of those costs. Nope. You're off the system. Screw you. The federal government 
you make over that limit, eh, you're off the system. Screw you. But you can get on, you can get on Medicaid, or rather, excuse me, you can get on Medicare, and you can get on that, and you can pay us $500 a month for Medicare. But just so you know, Medicare, in most instances, isn't going to cover what you need. Sorry. So, so sorry. Not sorry. But hey, you're making just over what we allow you to make in most cases. But hey, you were on the system and now you're not. Good job for being independent. But we're going to screw you over in the process. Let's listen to what these folks have to say point of view is not made for people who have chronic disabilities, chronic diseases. Even if you have medical coverage, you're still paying a portion of those bills. It's a yep. cycle that you put yourself in debt so that you can't get a proper apartment or get a house for the people who they count it as SSI. So it's low income social security. They think that you should be able to live off of like $900 a month. There's yep. also a thing with it. You can't have more than $2,000 in your account for checking and savings. And as yep. soon as you hit a cent over it, you lose your social security because they think you're making too much. So I have a chronic illness called idiopathic hypersomnia, which is a sleep disorder. From the onset of symptoms, it took eight years to even get sent to a sleep doctor. And not to mention the education system. I'm so lucky that I have an IEP. I couldn't imagine what school would be like if I didn't. But even with that, getting the accommodations of like my teachers trying to understand that I only come to school three out of five days a week and that I can't do busy work because I'll fall asleep, quite literally. I legally have these rights to not do certain work and sometimes teachers just don't understand that and it's so hard trying to argue with them so that I can just be a normal student. So right, 100%. And the same goes for if you're working and you're trying to get ADA accommodations met, they would rather, instead of trying to make those accommodations, they'd rather just hire someone else under the guise of that person's a better fit because people don't want to deal with what they don't understand. And it's messed up. It's a messed up system. And this country can do better completely better because guess what individuals with disabilities should not be forced to live in poverty next question most people are ignorant about their disability ignorant yes definitely people always assume that there's something going on mentally and you can't understand and have a conversation with them Example, my family will love this. <laughs> At a movie theater, sitting there with my family, we're talking, we're having a conversation, we're enjoying spending time together. And this random woman comes up to me, stands in front of me, in front of me puts her hand on my knee and says, Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So nice to see you. I'm so glad you're here to enjoy the movie with us. I'll check on you after the movie, okay? She walks away. 
And I'm thinking, please don't. Please don't. Please don't come back. Please don't come back. You have no business saying anything to me, let alone in that tone. Please don't make it worse on yourself. The movie's over. And she comes back. And she does it again. Did you like the movie? So disgusting. So annoying. Don't assume people's ability or inability to communicate. Please and thank you. Let's say what they let's see what they have to say. I'm just unable to talk today. Eighty-two percent agree. Have been so understanding and accommodating, and like, oh, like you know, I heard about that from this TV show, or like, is it like this, or like you know, asking questions. And I think people are genuinely curious. There are people that I educate and are still ignorant and totally meanie pants. That's why I'm not strongly disagree because there's always going to be haters, you know. But I think people are good. So for me, I, w- I would agree, but I would come from like a place of understanding. I agree. Because I feel like even people with disabilities don't understand other people with disabilities as well. I 100% agree that yes, while I agree with the statement, I come from a point of understanding because I am okay with education. I am okay with questions and people asking questions. I welcome it. That's why this podcast exists. That's why I put myself out there. I don't mind if you ask questions because one, that means you're going to be more educated for the next opportunity. If you come across someone with a disability, that may not be able to answer these questions. So you'll be better educated for the next go around. And number two, you're taking that opportunity to get to know me in such a way that most people don't. So I welcome questions and I welcome people that want to ask what they might consider to be the most outrageous questions, the most insensitive questions, ask them. I accept them. I welcome them at Crippled Opinion. (laughs) Next question. I appreciate when people offer me help. Mm. This truly depends on context and how the help is offered. Some offer help to make themselves feel better. It's not about me. It's not about helping me. It's about scratching their own ego. And if you're going to ask to help me, or to assist me to scratch your own ego? The answer is always no, because I can smell if you're wanting to help me for your own benefit. There is a difference, and I know the difference, and I don't want that help. I don't want your pity help, but if you genuinely care about me, and you genuinely want to better a current situation or make the difficulty you know, less of a difficulty for a particular scenario, by all means, I'll take your help. Absolutely. But again, if I say no, respect that I say no. 
Next question. Dating is difficult. Yes, 100%. Dating is difficult. How many times have I experienced where I'm getting to know somebody, they enjoy spending time with me, and then find out about my disability and disappear? This applies to dating and friendship relationships, making new relationships happen in my life is pretty near to impossible because people assume before asking questions, before getting to know and getting to understand the situation. And that's not okay. And it makes dating extremely difficult. Next question. I have felt like a burden. I have felt like a burden. In the past, yes. Yes, I have. When I was in my teenage years and a young guy in his 20s, yes, I felt like a burden. I felt as though I was inconveniencing other people and that I really shouldn't ask for things because they have a life and their life shouldn't be revolved around my life. Yes, I have felt that. But I don't feel that way anymore because my needs are just as important as anyone else's needs. And you know what? They need to get done. And it doesn't matter whether or not I have to ask for help or not. It gets done. And the right person will get it done, even if that means I have to pay them. Because guess what? My needs are important. Period. Hands down. And if my needs are not that important to you, then shame on me for thinking that you would be there for me. And shame on you for being an asshole. <laughs> Next question. I would change my disability. For those of you that don't know, I have cerebral, cerebral palsy and I was born with it. So I don't know life without disability. I understand it because I'm mentally capable of understanding life without it. But I've never experienced it. I would change aspects of my disability. Certain things just to make daily life that much easier. I.e. being able to drive and get from point A to point B a lot easier. Um, but I don't think I would ever, ever want to change this life because this life helped to form who I am and who I am is something I'm really proud of and I don't want 
to change my disability and risk the fact that I might lose who I am. If I could keep me intact, would I change my disability? Sure. Sure. For the experience, sure. But I feel as though it wouldn't be the same me. And I like me. I like who I am. My biggest struggle is what other people think of me. But I like me. I like me a lot. And I don't think I would ever want to change that. And that's it. So, that's my thoughts. It's a really good video, and if you haven't seen it, please check the link in the show notes and watch the full video in its entirety. It's a really good video, and especially if you're listening to this podcast, I think you'll really appreciate that. And if you are meeting people with disabilities for the first time, maybe dating someone with a disability for the first time, or just want more general knowledge, check out the video. If you have questions or comments, because there are more questions and more thoughts than what's just covered in this video or this podcast alone, feel free to send me a message on social media at Crippled Opinion or at DSpiva on Twitter or at Daniel Spiva Official on Facebook and Instagram. I'd be happy to answer your questions or have a conversation. Until next time, my name is Daniel Spiva, and remember, everybody's opinion is a little bit crippled, even yours, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Continue the conversation and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Crippled Opinion.